that comes at the beginning of a play, story, or long poem, a preliminary discourse. It's my preface to this podcast. I wanted this to be perfect. Of course I did, because I'm a perfectionist, or recovering perfectionist, a radio professional, with over 30 years in the biz, entertainment in some form or fashion. So I know I should be coming to this slick, polished, you know, the work. But instead, in this very moment, I'm going to simply set a seven-minute timer, seven to ten, for this prologue, for this preface. It's all about me establishing the fact that I wanted to take a moment to continue on my own life journey of being soul naked. Yeah, I released a poetry book recently entitled Soul Naked. And I find that I'm at a point in life where I need to expose more of myself for myself. After being groomed to be a people pleaser, to put your best foot forward, to always save face, to be a lady at all times. Many of you all know the doctrine, the dogma, the indoctrination. So here I am, 50 years after my first self-awareness thought. You know that first thought that you can remember. I was around three years old. And throughout these 50 years, of being aware of myself, I am equally and yet unable to fully be myself. (laughs) It's confusing, the paradoxes. But when it comes to being aware of the self, of actually defining the self and then being determined to express the self, that's a lifelong journey. As you take this journey with me, hopefully you do, this particular podcast is going to be very naked, very authentic, very raw. Well, that's my ambition. That's my intention. That's going to be my challenge. Actually, it's going to be my struggle because I am accustomed to being polished or at least having a public face without a lot of my private thoughts seeping out. They probably do, but you know, that's your blind side. However, this particular podcast, I'm actually going to speak intentionally from my blind side, from my darker side, from my even undeveloped sides of myself. The parts of me when I'm in transition, when I'm in transformation, when I'm between the two, when I'm not perfect. When I'm like that Annalise Keating moment where she just rips off the wig yeah, the wig drops heard around the world. Hopefully this podcast can be heard around the world. But you know what? Even if it isn't, I'm going to do it. I'm going to commit to at least a strong 30 days, the month of May 2019, to being saucy. 
Yeah, because I can say that over the next 30 days, I can share from my life that the secret ingredient to living a delicious life is you. Now, I, I, like I said, wish I could do this perfectly, and I know I will fumble because I'm accustomed to studios as a radio professional, you know, big mics, engineers, the whole nine yards. But here I am in a small space in my apartment, just talking to you. And on a Bluetooth, I didn't even get a microphone. I have a professional mic, but I decided I'm not even going to put myself in a professional headspace. I wanted this to be extremely personal and private as possible. Okay, so I said seven minutes. So what can you expect with Saucy? The secret ingredient is you. It's going to be just a middle-aged woman, 50 years in from her point of (laughs) self-awareness on this planet Earth, sharing her thoughts, talking to friends. I might even throw in some experts and the like. But I just want to make this so me and you. A discovery of the self, a determination to be more of who we are. Because I tell you, the greatest journey I have ever taken is definitely has been the journey within. Oh, you can go to the website, you can Google me, go to my webpage, ChristyTaylorOnline.com to run the resume, but right here and right now, it's just me and you, so naked, in between, on our journey, from great to greater, to greatness, from confusion to clarity, (laughs) oh my goodness, so, alright, I hope I can make it to seven minutes, because I'm used to only talking in 60 second bites, (laughs) But with this last thought, I'll say this. I'm glad I did this so long. I hope that I will say something that will free myself even more to be even more authentic. And hopefully just me doing this today (laughs) will also free someone else. Yeah. Here's to being saucy. Here's to saucy. Because truly the secret ingredient to a delicious life is you. All right, so um, it's six minutes and 30 seconds. I feel like a song, (laughs) but I won't sing this time, but I'll even share that with you. But in the meantime, in between time, thank you all so much for sharing these minutes with me. And here's to my new adventure, one of many, in this new phase of my life. All right, we're going to get to know each other very closely and personally. Send me questions. All right, all the love, all the love. Welcome to the new episode of Saucy. The secret ingredient is you. I'm Christy Taylor and I am so excited that I am starting this new commitment to myself to share every single day in the month of May a part of myself that I normally don't share. So here it is. Okay, today I think it would be appropriate to do an origin story. I love stories, Uh, whether it's in a song or a play, uh, whether it's in a poem, 
a novella, a book, a TV show, a film, even if it's an engaging conversation with a stranger, I'm all in and all ears. So for the next couple of minutes, I'm going to give you my beginning. Let's start in January, 1965. My mom is working in the federal government in Washington, D.C. She has relocated from her military stint after having my sister. And she's moved to D.C. because her younger sister had gone to Howard. So this was a great place coming from the military, also being able to have a job in the government. So, But she is moonlighting at night as a diner in D.C. And that's where she meets my future father. He actually became a hero of sorts because there was another gentleman who was a regular who apparently was crushing on my mama, but he was doing it in a very disrespectful way. And my dad, future dad, would step in and, you know, handle it. Um, and as a result, they had a friendship that developed. And by, let's say, you know, back in the day, it wasn't long when folks like If they liked you, he was all in. They met in January, married by April. And uh, yeah, what was it? No, they were married by March. Yeah, like 90 days. <laughs> and by April, I was conceived and I was born December 30th, 1965. Yeah, their one calendar year uh, romance was a whirlwind. Now, while it wasn't a perfect union that lasted forever, I will say I'm grateful that they did find each other and create me. So uh, that's my origin story as the very beginning. Yeah, DC truly was the place that also introduced me to some fundamental things that still shape my life, including my love of God and church. And my mom had been raised deep in the South, Mississippi, Tennessee, in the Baptist church, but it was out um, in other cities that she became very affiliated with the Pentecostal movement and Pentecostal churches. So between, you know, Pentecostalism, and also she would frequent churches that were ran by foreign missionaries. I was very, very well groomed in all things that had to do with church, but not just any kind of church, but church that really talked about, like, for example, we would do, <laughs> just think about how young we were doing this, um, street witnessing. And my mom had those pamphlets, those tracks, those those biblical tracks, and we would take weekends, and uh, she would be out and about, you know, ministering to people right there on the streets. And she had her little children. I had an older sister. I'm the middle, and then eventually, uh, right before we leave D.C., I had a younger brother. But definitely me and my sister, we had to be out there with my mom, passing out tracks. Also in the summertime. Um, which also shaped my life a lot is because my mom was so committed to missions, particularly children's missions. Um, we would have in our own home what would be equivalent to like vacation Bible school. She literally would have kids just packed in our apartment or wherever we were living and would literally conduct Bible classes. And I was so honored as a little child if she allowed me to participate holding the books and, you know, turning the page while she shared it. And we even had to learn how to sing the song. So a lot of my, I guess, introduction to um, all things spiritual, religious, you know, being in front of people and talking and sharing my love and my faith really began as a little girl, I mean, a little bitty girl in Washington, D.C. through my mom's love for missions and children and, you know, sharing the good news. Another thing that shaped my life in D.C. 
was my mom's vinyl collection. She had a collection of albums, everything from Andy Griffin, his comedy shows, to like The Caravans, to Alex Bradford, which was an old school, um, actually one of the very first gospel artists to ever use choir ropes, which was like over the top back in the day, like a Kirk Franklin situation. But one album that really shaped my life was her Jesus Christ Superstar Broadway musical LP. And I would listen to it over and over and over again. And it just, I know it moved me in such a deep way. And, you know, I just loved the orchestration, the music and everything that why I had never gone to a Broadway musical. It was just the... Uh, the, the interwoven spoken words and the performances, it just seemed like it was bigger than life. And of course, it was an amazing Broadway musical that I would learn about later. But um, yeah, those two things definitely shaped my life in Washington, D.C. as a little girl. But it was in 1972 that my mom decided after she had had us to eventually move back south. And it was at the age of seven that we left Washington, D.C., and moved to West Tennessee to Jamestown in Tipton County, uh, which is like uh, about an hour north of Memphis, Tennessee. And so literally going from Washington, D.C. to the deep rural where her father, her grand- my grandfather, uh, literally still had a one-bedroom shack on, a, on a, like five and a half acres. He had a well, a garden, and an outhouse. <laughs> and my uncle had chickens. A lot of people had livestock and they were still farming. It was very much an Algerian, small black enclave community. So that shaped my life as well. So I'm a city girl with deep country roots and a love for all things God and music and art. So that's my origin story. We'll get back to more. That's me just getting up close and personal here in my new podcast. I like this. This feels good. Hopefully y'all learn something about me and we'll see how truly when it comes to living a successful life or a life full of adventure, a delicious life, the secret sauce really is you. Let's stay saucy. Until next time. Welcome to a new episode of Saucy. I'm your host, Christy Taylor, aka Radio Girl, and super excited that you decided to stop by and check out this No Frills, uh, very stripped down podcast about success and self-discovery. I'm truly committed to doing a podcast per day for the month of May, and we'll see what happens June 1st. Um, But definitely this month, I wanted to, to come from behind my public persona and get a little more up close and personal with you. Now, to help me do that on yesterday, I kicked off things with our uh, origin story. Yay, I love it. I'm a storyteller, so it's all about you know stories and sagas. And uh, the origin story, which is just about how I was born in D.C. in 1965 and how when I was around seven years old, we moved to West Tennessee, right north of Memphis, uh, where my mom had grown up as well, between Mississippi and Tennessee. And I'm super excited about that episode, so be sure to check it out. One thing I will say is that I did share about the things that influenced me, my love of God, my love of the arts and entertainment, but I also talked about my mom's, uh, you know, 
meeting my dad and how, you know, their relationship and, you know, how through their union I exist. And I was super excited about how I structured the story till yesterday when I went with my mom to her doctor's appointment. While we were waiting on the doctor, I let her hear the podcast. She loved it. Super excited that, you know, she thumbed it up, thumbs up. And one thing with her being a storyteller is all, she gave me some feedback, which was, you know, you made our life sound perfect. (laughs) And of course, I understood that she was speaking to the fact that I crafted the story where it was more of a highlight reel. It was definitely not a, a, you know, a, a deep reporting type of account of our life in DC into Tennessee. And it was because of that, I really was reflecting today on how I wanted to present some of the darker sides to my early childhood. I will say that in addition to what shaped my life when it came to music and the arts and God, you know, born, you know, in that space, you know, in DC, I will also say it was also in DC that some of the beginnings of the cracks in my soul started. And it started even with my parents. It started with the fact that they did not have a perfect union. It does, you know, lend to the fact that my father was less than stellar. He actually left the home before I was even born. And I think it would be a year or two before he ever laid eyes on me. Um, And also the fact that you know, because of where he was in his life, he was not a good fit for our family, for my older sister. And even later on when I had my, you know, my mom had my um, brother. Um, But I will say that because of that, in spite of the adult version of that, still the little girl in me, I have to confess, suffered because he was not a, a stable force in the home and a stable force in my life. For many, many years, I discounted his his presence or my need for him um, because he was not his best self. Um, he had not made decisions for his individual self to be um, the best version of himself, which meant that he would have been a bad fit for us. However, in spite of that, still that hole is there. And even to this day, I have to admit that it has impacted me in my relationships to myself, my relationship even with my mom, because in many ways I feel like she overcompensated because of that dynamic. And it even, of course, has, you know, compounded or affected my relationships that I've had with men that I've tried to love or who have tried to love me. And while I have been able to find ways to um, heal from a lot of the brokenness, including, and I advocate, put an underscore circle in bold, I do advocate therapy, that it still is something that is something you have to manage and cope with every single day of my life. And I'm grateful that I can now speak to it and about it from a place um, and from a place of self-forgiveness and love. And even now, my mom being 85, and I don't know if my father's dead or alive, (laughs) but I, I am more able to express gratitude for their relationship and the very fact that I am a product of them and wherever they fell short um, I'm grateful that I can now accept their frailties because I'm also learning to accept my own and that's important when it comes to 
um, striking out and trying to be successful in life is acknowledging your origin acknowledging the undercurrents that's flowing while you're trying to make, you know, boss moves, (laughs) that there is that frailty, that there are those spaces in your soul that also need to be loved and held and embraced. And I will say that oftentimes I've impeded my own success on certain levels because I was unforgiving in those spaces. But I'm now grateful for the journey that I've been on and I'm grateful for this space where I can speak to it and really be sincerely grateful in my heart. And I'm using grateful because it's important. I'm anticipating additional blessings in this area and also expressing all of the thanks and gratitude to to the almighty for my mom and for my dad. Um, and, And from that space, I know that greater successes will come because more love is flowing in that space. So um, truly, mom was right. Our life was not perfect, even from the beginning. But I will say that even with that trauma, I've been able to use it as a source of how I deal with people and try to have more empathy um, in all that I do, even as I've been um, in the arts and in entertainment and as a writer and as a radio personality, as a singer, as a songwriter, as an actress, being able to utilize that in my own craft, in my own way. So, you know, all things, nothing is wasted, even our traumas, if we learn how to flip it and find the good. So with that being said, I want you to always remember that the secret sauce is you. So stay saucy. Welcome to a new episode of Saucy. I'm your host, Christy Taylor, aka Radio Girl. I appreciate you checking out my No Frills stripped down podcast about success and self-discovery. And truly one thing I discovered in living life is that to be a success at anything, you have to tap into the secret sauce. And let me tell you, that secret sauce is you. Now today, I've had a very full day. I'm actually ending the day the way I started it. And that's very sleepy. Um, Of course, I made a commitment to do an episode per day for 30 days during the month of May. And here I am keeping that promise to myself. Now, full day. But one thing that I've been thinking about all day long is one of my first morning thoughts. I actually woke up and I kept seeing this year flashing in my mind's eye. And it was the year 1981. Yeah, 1981. And I'm like, what happened that year? I couldn't remember of anything or recall anything that was, you know, monumental. Then I like started journaling. And it was while I was journaling that it came to me. 1981. I had just turned 15. I was a sophomore at Millington Central High School. I was like, sophomore? I was like, that was the year I started coming out of my shell. That was the year I began to blossom. See, I was always a quiet child. Yeah, always had, you know, a lot on my mind, an avid reader, but I was a seen and not heard type of child. But at 15, yeah, that's when I started letting the world know I was here. I joined the band. I was a clarinet player. I decided to audition for concert choir 
And that had to also be the year I started setting my sights on being in the drama department. Yeah, I was going to be Broadway all day. And as I reflected on that, I was like, what other things happened in 1981? So I actually went to Google and yeah, that was the year Michael Jackson was on the scene. The, one of the biggest songs was Endless Love for Dinah Ross and Lionel Richie. The first American test tube baby was born. MTV was launched, Dynasty. And don't forget the movies, Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know, but it all pales in comparison to the fact that I was 15 embarking on my dreams. Oh yeah. I was going to succeed too. You know why? Because I was learning to tap into my own power within. I had to face my own self-imposed limitations of being in the background. Something I still have to contend with to this day because I'm an introvert. But in order to reach my dreams, in order to be on that stage, in order to be in the light that was built for me, I had to step into it. And it takes a lot of self-will and a lot of self-confidence to live this life successfully. So here's to 1981, the very first time a very quiet teenage girl decided to step into her light. And here I am now continuing that journey. Well, here's to living life successfully tapping into who we truly are. Here's to being saucy. Until next time, y'all. Have a good night. Welcome to a new episode of Saucy. I'm your host, Christy Taylor, a.k.a. Radio Girl. And uh, this is simply just a no-frill, stripped-down podcast about success and self-discovery. And one of the things I discovered in living my life and being around other people who've been successful at various things is that you have to tap into the secret sauce. And the secret sauce is you. Yeah, that inner power within yourself. Now today, as I begin my week, and I like to take the Mondays to kind of prep for the week, a couple of, maybe take a couple of lunch dates, have some conversations, but mainly it's my time to, um, in this middle of this transition that I'm in, to just reflect over what I've already accomplished and then to put forward thought in what I want to do. And one of the things that has been in my um my mind has been about growing and with growth comes guilt and grief. Yeah, real talk. If you really want to be successful at anything, you have to prepare yourself that with your growth, you're going to also have the tinge of uh, some guilt and grief because real talk, As my brother said years ago, growth is painful for you, but it's twice as painful for the people around you. Yeah, when you're growing, when you're pushing yourself, when you are making decisions that's going to cause you to go beyond your own comfort zone. And we all know if you've ever done anything and achieved anything, even if it's that spelling bee in grade school, you know, having to um, apply yourself that in and of itself is painful because you're pushing yourself, you know, like a good workout. But the growth that you're also 
put out into the universe is twice as painful for the people around you because you're breaking up, you know, almost like the ground around yourself to push through. So whatever was surrounding you, whatever was holding you down, you know, having your back, when you begin to push past that place to acquire new skill sets, abilities, opportunities, um, aspirations, you know, dreams, goals that you've set inside yourself that you're pushing through yourself to get to, you also have to understand you're also breaking up, you know, the built-in network that you had. You're having to break past people, break past, you know, uh, even views of you. Um, that you have probably even created that other people now hold. And then for you to dare to break that vision of yourself in their eyes is painful. So when it comes to really growing, really pushing past your last version of yourself, it is always going to be accompanied. And if you understand this, you can, you know, brace yourself for it. But your growth, your personal growth, your professional growth will always also come with guilt and grief. The guilt that you're leaving other people behind, the guilt that the uh, back in the day you think you better than, when the truth is you are, you're the better version of yourself. Um, the very fact that there's also the guilt of not being able to possibly pull the other people with you because they're content where they are. The guilt of, you know, just no longer having to have them in your life as a support. That is a singe and a tinge of guilt. But there's also the grief, the grief of loss. You're losing the last version of who you were that you fell in love with. You know, hopefully as you're living with self-care and self-love, you love every version of yourself. But then you also have to lose that like a butterfly. One version of yourself, you cocoon, you prepare, you do all the great work, and then you transform into the other version of yourself. There is loss in that. And with that loss, there is grief. There's also the loss of friends and family and connections and just the loss of memories that we all experience if we ever try to achieve anything in our lives. There's always, with your growth, there is always that guilt and that grief. But when it comes to this, the beautiful part is, is that when you begin to outgrow your past, your past self, your past experiences, your past failures, your past successes, There's also the beauty of knowing that there is new love, new opportunities, new successes, new friends, you know, new versions of relationships that will be supportive of your new self. So outgrowing the past is linked to some pain, but then there's also the beauty, all the freedom that comes with growing and glowing. So That was my thought today, that outgrowing the past, outgrowing your past is linked to, you know, you have to have those sobering thoughts. You have to know so it doesn't catch you off guard. And for those who are kind of new to, you know, breaking past your comfort zone, embracing new versions of yourself and things you really want to do, you've always wanted to do, and you're hitting that wall, just know that it's always going to be a part of the process that every single level that you will have this. And for 
veterans who've been breaking through the barriers of yourself and you've had to constantly adapt to that truth of outgrowing your past and the networks you often have taken time to beautifully build, you know, just always remember that there's new awaiting you, new opportunities, new people, new experiences, new support, new love, and uh, most of all, the new you. Um, I appreciate you all taking out time to check out my podcast, Saucy. Yes, the secret sauce is you. And I am grateful for your journey and choosing to share my journey as well. I hope you all have an amazing day and a beautiful week. And here's to outgrowing all things and growing into who we truly want to be day by day, moment by moment. Let's stay saucy. Welcome to a new episode of Saucy. I'm your host, Christy Taylor, aka Radio Girl. Thank you for checking out this no frills, stripped down podcast about success and self-discovery. One thing I've learned is truly to be a success, you gotta tap into the secret sauce. And the secret sauce is you. Now, I've been tapping into my inner winner all day long. Super excited about all the things that God is guiding me into as I embark on this new adventure. Yes, a year of new beginnings. One thing I did today was I met with a client. I like the way that sounds, client. Uh, She reached out to me. She had actually had intentions on connecting last week, but today we took a meeting this evening and it's all about assisting her with crafting her personal and professional narratives. She's moving from education into politics and uh, we're gonna help her uh, get her story down pack so when she's on the campaign trail, she can communicate what brings her, uh, her power and her passion to what she's doing. And one of the things I really enjoyed about working with her tonight is I looked at how all of us have a story. We all have something that is, you know, uh, our passion, something that where we have our troubles and trials and the things we overcome. And then almost like a good story, we have that comeback story. something that prompts us to keep keeping on. And definitely, um, I found it very enlightening and empowering. And it had me thinking on my way home on how it really is important for us as women to tell our stories and be able to share in order to empower other people. And when I got home, just to confirm it, one of my sister friends, uh, she sent me a DM. Yes, it goes down on the DM. And she had checked out yesterday's episode and she really had a really life-affirming comment on how what I shared really touched her and even what I've been doing for the last couple of days. But you know, I really took this on as part of my adventure to step from behind my public persona and start getting up close and personal and uh, sharing with those who have been following me for years and a chance for them to get to know more of who I am beyond the mic. And I tell you, it's been really liberating for me and to know uh, tonight that what I've been sharing has been touching someone who is important to me and she's, you know, has some challenges. Um, and some losses. So I'm really grateful that God has put it on my heart. And once again, it just really shared and showed me how it is so important that we 
tell our stories, that we give those testimonies. Oftentimes when we're living life, I know for me, I don't think much of what I'm overcoming as for other people. I'm just trying to make it through. You know, real talk. I'm like, God, just help me hold on for another day. And yet when I make it to that other day, when I, you know, what's that scripture that says, you know, weeping endures for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I'll just be trying to hold on to the morning. And when the morning comes, you know, I'm just glad when that day comes for myself, not thinking that somebody else is being inspired and encouraged by that, you know, stick to that determination. And uh, one thing I, I want to encourage anyone who will check this out today, you know, that at the end of the day, you are important, your story is important, and feel free to share it. Be sure to share it, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm going to tell this story since I'm talking about telling stories. Um, I was in high school. Yeah, that was my formative years. And, uh, you know, I was coming out of my shell, as I said in a previous episode, you know, 10th and 11th grade, really getting into my concert choir years and even performed in a play, Damn Yankees, the musical. You know, I was all about Broadway. That was my aspirations. And uh, my senior year, my mom told me I couldn't do another play, but, you know, I'm still heavily in the choir and touring and gospel choirs and all that, all state, all west. But I stopped by an audition for the spring production. And while I couldn't, you know, actually audition for it, you know, my friends coaxed me to, uh, quote unquote, try out anyway. (laughs) And I did my, you know, my due diligence, you know, my first soprano in full effect. And um, was having fun. And but after I finished singing, quite a bit of love, you know, folk, you know, clapping and celebrating with me. And then a young guy who I didn't even know, um, I guess he was new to the school or just maybe new to the production, um, said a very interesting comment. He said, that's pretty good for a black girl. You know, you know, don't you hate it when they put that black on it? <laughs> I really, because I was raised the way I was, I didn't, I knew about blatant racism, but I really didn't know how to process what he said. Cause it's like, was he, you know, commenting because I was black or a girl or because I was phenomenal as a singer, which was he, you know, trying to attack me on. But it was really my friends, my super cool white friends who, cause I went to a predominantly white school, um, who basically came to bat for me. You know, they chided him, berated him for, you know, speaking to me that way. I think they even made him apologize. Um, And it always stuck with me, you know, for many, many reasons. But one thing I'll take away when it comes to um, telling and sharing your story is that oftentimes when you are seeking to be a success at anything, you know, and you putting yourself out there and you're doing your best, there may be opportunities for someone to try to use your identifiers (laughs) as a negative, as something to... Uh, diminish whatever you've done to dim your light. But I want you to know that don't allow that to happen. Don't allow anyone for any reason to ever make you feel that what you are contributing to the world when it's at your best is insufficient. Oh my goodness. Let me tell you, it is even, even throughout my life in my own secret way, when people seek to do that, I think about that experience that yes, it's pretty good for a person who's overcome and who have, who has had difficulties to, against the odds, to defy the odds, to end up being the best of what I do, 
or the best of what you do. I want you to think about that. The next time somebody tries to use your um, quote-unquote identifiers against you, whether it's your race or your gender or your orientation or your socioeconomic situation, yes, that is the truth. Yes, those things are identifiers, but it is pretty good that in spite of what you try to use as my limitation, that is actually my fuel to go to the next level. Oh, I'm feeling that inside my soul. So I just want to encourage you that regardless of what limitations or self-imposed or society imposed, that those are actually the very things that should be the motivation for you to do your best and be your best. So yeah, it's pretty good for a black girl (laughs) from the deep south. Yeah, single parent home, all the things statistics say should be the things that are my odds. And yet I've defied them on so many levels and I'll keep on with God's grace and love with me every step of the way. So here it is to stay in saucy. Yes, let's do our very best. And always remember, you deserve all the applause and I applaud and celebrate you today. So yeah, have a good one. Have a good one. Welcome to a new episode of Saucy. I'm your host, Christy Taylor, a.k.a. Radio Girl. Thank you for checking out my No Frills Strip Down podcast about success and self-discovery. And I have discovered that to be a success, you have to tap into the secret sauce. And the secret sauce is you. Now, yesterday I was having some fun on Facebook And in a thought process of of branding awareness, you know, of really the fact that I'm in a transition and I'm about to launch some new uh, amazing things, I wanted to kind of get some feedback from my Facebook fam. So I made a post that said one word to describe me and I was amazed at how many people provided me the feedback. I had uh, words like motivating, woke, inspiring, colorful, elegant, beautiful, genuine, intellectual, fearless. Shout out to the one that said fine, (laughs) thoughtful. My brother said I'm a fathead. Mm -hmm. Genuine, lovely, professional. Uh, Let's see, dependable, faithful, beautiful, awesome, gregarious, seeker, amazing, smart, a visionary, fiery. My girl said, uh, Francine in Detroit, she said, brilliant, thoughtful, insightful, focused, loving, patient, kind. And she's been knowing me for almost 30 years, truly. A profound, multifaceted, a friend, eclectic, uh, human. I like that one. Voice, approachable, beautiful, inside out, loving, sexy. Oh, yes. Uh, talented intelligent, passionate, great personality, great friend. I was so warmed by those kind words. And of course, including fat hair from my brother. (laughs) I truly appreciated um, them giving me a reflection of what I have been projecting through my life and my life's work. And I found this to be very um, actually motivating because I know that when we apply ourselves in our field of study or our inclination in whatever we're trying to do in life, oftentimes we can be so in the grind and the hustle of it that we forget 
to, you know, really see how it's being portrayed and received by those. So it was really good to be able to have that positive feedback. Now, anybody that had anything negative say, other than my brother sent him a fat head, <laughs> um, you know, they held their tongue on that. They held their peace. But I will say this and thinking about creating your own brand and your own persona, it really is about being successful and infusing your life with your heart's intention. Because all the things that they said about me, I'm like, that's what I've been endeavoring to do. I want to be motivational. I want to be inspiring. Definitely, I want to live a colorful life and be able to be approachable and human uh, while being fine and sexy. (laughs) Um, But I found that oftentimes, particularly in the entertainment world, you can you can lose dimensions of yourself in an attempt to just have a public persona. And the true enough, this podcast, my commitment for the next, um, for the month of May is to come from behind my professional, um, persona and show more of myself being up close and personal. And I'm grateful that even as I remove the public face, that people really can see my heart and really do see that deep down inside, I am attempting to be my purest, truest self. And no matter what my skill set, talent, and ability, I want to infuse it with love. I want to infuse it, you know, with passion be dependable, be a friend. I want to be thoughtful. All those things, the character building, that's what it is. The character building while I'm also building my life and my legacy. So the truest form of success for me is to be an amazing human being. In addition to being very skilled, talented, and you know, rewarded for my work. Um, So that was a great exercise. It was definitely um, the give me the flowers while I live type of uh, love. And I'm grateful for that. So it was really even encouraging that even as I seek to have new adventures, some new things that I want to create in my life is to always remind me that no matter how lofty my ambitions are to always infuse my work and my life's work with a strong sense of character and being the best version of myself in a good human being. So that's truly success. And that does require tapping into your inner winner. Yeah. The secret sauce is you. Well, thank you all so much. Be sure to um, subscribe to my podcast. Yeah. I'm learning that I have to say that. Yes. Subscribe to the podcast and be sure to share it with a friend. All right. Until next time, stay saucy. Welcome to a new episode of Saucy. I'm your host, Christy Taylor, aka Radio Girl. And I appreciate you checking out this No Frills, stripped down podcast about success and self-discovery. And I want to say, I truly have discovered that to be a success at anything, you've got to tap into the secret sauce and the secret sauce is you. Special love to everybody who's been uh, sending me those DMs and those texts saying you like what I'm doing. I appreciate it. And I want you to make sure that you tell a friend, subscribe as well. And uh, let's just get up close and personal because this is really has been um, a new adventure for me to come from behind my public past, my public persona, and uh, also, you know, show more parts of myself. Now, with that being said, today, 
Okay, confession. I didn't have the best day. This has not been the best day. It has not been a sunny day. I need sunshine. I need that. And uh, today was cloudy. Yeah, the sun was hiding behind those clouds and there was a little rain. And I honestly just wanted to stay in bed all day and overthink and pout and cry. Real talk. That was the mood. Um, But... God and I (laughs) had to have a conversation this morning and I pressed my way. You know, I peeled myself out of the bed. I put my feet on the floor and I made sure that I, you know, remain committed to the commitments and the obligations that I had for the day. And I'm glad I did. I'm really glad I did. And one that I was looking forward to, in spite of the fact that I was kind of moody, was my afternoon appointment, which was going to Overton High School. And if you're from Memphis, we know Overton is a premier high school here, all about performing arts. Um, Even though I went to Millington Central High School, I had serious love for Overton because of their legendary music teacher, Ms. Lula Hedgeman. Phenomenal people have come up um, who are even on the national scene uh, came from her tutelage, including Elise Neal and Wendy Moten. I got to give a shout out yeah, to them. Um, but today I was there at Overton with Miss Burnett. She is over the drama department and she allows me to come to her class, uh, her Kappa students. And this is in partnership with uh, Rashonda Buchanan's two unique Find Your Design career track program. And I go into Ms. Burnett's class to talk to her students about screenwriting as a option for a career. So with that being said, um, I did the class, but I was like, wow, so many students were not there. It was like only a handful, like six or seven. And she was like, well, most of the students are gone. They were seniors. And she said, this is literally their last week at Overton. And I was like, wow, I just thought about it. And then a 10th grader was talking about it too and how she was like, oh, she's going to miss all her senior friends. And it just made me think about, yeah, that time in my life, you know, when you are literally about to just step into the world with all of your ideas and your ambitions and aspirations and And, you know, and if you've done high school right, you're just full of promise, full of promise and, uh, you know, indicating future success. You just know you're going to make it good. You're going to, you know, with the right education and support system. And even if you don't have, you know, the best support system, you have your own inner compass that's going to direct you to your dreams. You're going to make it happen. You know, as we say, boss moves, uh, level up and In high school, that is the time to really anticipate the most amazing life you can imagine. Ah, that's such a beautiful place. And I see it because now that I'm older, it's like, oh, to be 17 or 18 with your full life ahead of you, full of promise, full of opportunities to succeed and be your best self. And Then I also had a very sobering thought since it was a cloudy day. I said, but what about the people who don't make it to their full uh, extent of who they are? What what if the promises that you made in high school or in college haven't happened? Oh, how heartbreaking. What if you feel like you took the wrong path and... You know, yes, I was real melancholy today. So even though I was thinking about full of promise, it then flipped to, but what if, what if, what if? And then my optimistic self said, 
even now you're full of promise. The promises didn't go anywhere. And I was like, OMG, like that is so true. If you were full of promises, 17 to 18, and you haven't manifested all those promises that you made and commitments to yourself, the promises didn't go anywhere. They're still inside of you. Those promises are still inside of me. And because I'm this kind of thinker, I literally looked up the word promise and promise is a declaration or assurance that one will do a particular thing or that a particular thing will happen. So when you're full of promise, when you have the opportunity and the, for future success, even though you haven't manifested every single thing you had in your heart and mind as a child or as a teenager or college student, you can right now tap into the promise that you made to yourself because guess what? The promise was with you. Yeah. The assurance, the pledge, using synonyms, (laughs) the commitment, word is bond. Those promises didn't go anywhere. They're still inside of you. That commitment to yourself, that dream, that the uh, aspirations, they're still there. So you're still full of those promises. So I want you to go ahead and make moves to keep them. Keep those promises you've made to yourself. So stay saucy, even on days when you're not your best, like me. (laughs) Sending you light and love. And truly, stay saucy, y'all. Welcome to a new episode of Saucy. I'm your host, Christy Taylor, aka Radio Girl, and I appreciate you so much for checking out this no frills, stripped down podcast about success and self discovery. And in living life, I have found through my own experiences and others that to be successful, you have to tap into the secret sauce. And the secret sauce is you. Now, I have to celebrate myself. Yes, pat myself on the back. I committed to to this podcast for the month of May. And I think this is episode number eight. So yay me. Uh, this has been a challenge a for myself to come from behind my public persona and start sharing more of who I am, getting up close and personal. And I'm seeing that it's already resonating with certain people. Thanks for the love. Thanks for the DMs. Thanks for the text. I truly do appreciate it. Now today, I figured that this would be a great day to actually even talk about why I've named the show um, Saucy. Well, first of all, it's a slang that's like really hip right now. So yeah, you know, you saucy, you got the sauce, Uh, (laughs) you dripping. Um, As well as the fact that the secret sauce is you is really based in a belief system that I've really had since my 20s. And really, it was through my own personal journey of self-exploration. And I really can say that it was in my twenties that I started this true journey of self-discovery, you know? Um, and it really is the fact that whatever questions you have in life, the answers lie within yourself. I have learned that to be the truth and that we all have a seed of greatness within us. So it's really just living this life, excavating that, and then developing the greatness within yourself 
um, that really becomes who you are, your, your life's purpose, your life path, your destiny. And, um, I really came to that through some hardships, you know, in my twenties, I have been really, um, indoctrinated through church. You know, I love church, black church culture, um, you know, missionary Baptist, Pentecostalism, charismatic involving, you know, the, the consciousness of God, the Holy spirit. Um, and I, so I understood on a, on a very, um, a very, intellectual level and even some emotional level, how God was present in my life, that the omniscient power for one, the almighty, uh, whatever name you want to call the creator, the universe, the divine, the Holy spirit, the spirit, um, is actually uh, a part of who I am or better yet, I'm a part of spirit. I, in my every breath, I am connected to the divine. So I had that on a very, um, you know, emotional mental level based upon my upbringing, but it was in my twenties that it really had to become real to me because I was lost. I had dropped out of college, you know, a college that I had felt in my spirit, even as a teenager that God wanted me to go to, which was Oral Roberts University. You know, after I graduated from Millington Central High School at the age of 17, um, that fall of 1983, I enrolled and attended Oral Roberts University, got very involved um, in various uh, music ministries and things of that nature. Initially started as a music major, then eventually flipped to evangelism. And I was like, nah, God has not called me to evangelism only because it was beyond just passing out tracks. Like I grew up doing with my mom. It was really about, you know, the theological approach to, um, you know, church ministry. So I eventually just through my own devotion came to realize that I really felt a calling for media and entertainment, uh, which turned out to be really, um, at by the age of 18, 19, truly the truth. I had tapped into my truth. So even with that, that began my personal journey to understanding that whatever questions that I have, whatever I'm seeking to understand about myself, I just need to tap into the divine that's within me through prayer, through meditation, and began to walk in accordance to that. But it was once I dropped out of college ran my little happy tail to Detroit that I really had to learn without a shadow of a doubt that God was in me and that I had a divine connection to God and that he was ever present and thereby whatever I needed to know about myself or need to understand or needed direction and information about, I could tap into that power, that it was not you know, beyond me, but God was in me, that the spirit was in me, that the universe of the creator was inside of Christy Taylor and that she had infinite access to the infinite mind. And it was in that space of confusion, trying to figure life out, um, you know, trying to love somebody, you know, ill-informed, <laughs> um, yet, you know, there have haven't been a college dropout hanging around musicians and singers who were on their path. But here I was just on, you know, just in the flow, but out of my own flow. But it was in that confusion that I found clarity. And it really came from the fact that I found that I'm the secret to my own success in life. I am the source 
of all my desires. Therefore, I am the source of all the determination and the discipline that is required to make my life happen. You know, one of the things that God taught me as I come to the wrap up is that the greatest sin that you can ever commit is to not live your own life. And coming from a upbringing where I thought that God was going to basically puppet me, but it was in my twenties that God was like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to puppet you. I have given you the gift of life. Now it's up to you to unwrap this gift and to live this life out based on your own heart's desire on what you want to do. And that was both sobering and freeing. And me and God have definitely had an amazing experience helping me unpack and develop and share who I am with the world. And here I am once again, the secret sauce to success is you because you are the source of your very desires and you are the source of your own determination and the discipline to help fulfill your life's destiny. So to that, I say, stay saucy. Welcome to a new episode of Saucy. I'm your host, Christy Taylor, aka Radio Girl. And I do appreciate you checking out this No Frills stripped down podcast about success and self discovery. And I learned early in my life that to be a success at anything, you have to tap into the secret sauce. And the secret sauce is you. Now, on yesterday, I actually went into depth about what I believe the secret sauce is and connected to who you are. And it does have to do with your connection to the divine. Now, be sure to check that episode out just to kind of see what my frame of reference is when I say the secret sauce is you. Now, today, Saturday, actually is after midnight, so it's early Sunday morning, Mother's Day. Um, but because I had a very super full day, I went to a class about being a creative entrepreneur. My brother came in town with his wife for Mother's Day weekend and we hung out and then ended up getting on a call in reference to a client. I like saying that a client um, and someone who's partnering with me on a project. We talked way into the we, what, basically after midnight. So here I am doing my Saturday podcast with you. And throughout this day, I one particular thing that stood out was in the class early afternoon, they used a phrase that I'm like, that's what I believe in is that every ingredient that you need to be a success you possess. And I was like, isn't that what the secret sauce is all about? Uh, the secret sauce is you. And it made me remember when it talked about ingredients, you know, I believe that we all can create a delicious life. And uh, I kind of place it and base it on uh, <laughs> something I derived in my 20s when I was living in Detroit, hanging out with my girlfriend, Francine. We were like two peas in a pod. And she knew how to go to really super cool restaurants. And she was the one that really turned me on to it. So we would try all these restaurants and we would order these really pretty food and all that. But because I was not accustomed to the restaurant or I was unfamiliar with the menu, sometimes I would just in an adventurous way just order stuff 
<laughs> like, okay, is that chicken? Okay, I want to try it. You know, no matter how the chicken was prepared, if it was chicken, you know, come on, Southern girl, we love that chicken. But Francine, she would probably was aware of the restaurant, familiar with the menu, so she would order something very specific to her liking. And when our food would come to the table and would be placed before us, honestly, I would get so jealous and envious because it's like, I want what she's having. Her food looks better than mine. Her, Even if it was just the portion size, you know, the color of the food, the way it was laid on the plate, I would literally sit there with plate envy. Yes, that's the thing, plate envy. And it became our running joke. It was like, well, it really taught me, first and foremost, if I'm at a restaurant, really look at the menu and be very selective and ask questions before I placed my order because after a while I got tired of having plate envy so true enough um, actually under her tutelage (laughs) I became the foodie that I am today and I pretty much can you know place a, a menu at any restaurant and be satisfied with what comes out to me because I would order what I want to eat for me at that time so no matter what you have on your plate if I want a peanut butter and jelly with a sliced banana and some grapes and you have filet mignon, I am not jealous because I ordered what I wanted. So that's actually carried over into living a delicious life. Understanding that I'm the secret sauce and that I have all the ingredients that I need to create the delicious life I want. And to avoid plate envy, which is basically being envious and jealous of other people's lives and what they're selecting and doing in their life is really being selective on what you're ordering in your own life. Did you see how I did that? Plate envy, restaurant, menu, making a selection. We do it every single day. We are only jealous and envious of other people's lives because what we have on our plates is not what we truly want. And we're looking over at someone else, comparing ourselves to them, when the truth is what's on your plate you ordered. You ordered it from the universe. Maybe you weren't specific that you wanted the particular thing to be delivered to you. Maybe the presentation wasn't what you wanted, but trust me, whatever's going on in your life, and I raise my hand to this, whatever's going on in our lives right now, we ordered it. And even with tears in my eyes sometimes, when I get things that I'm like, I didn't want it this way, I have to say, but Christy, take full responsibility that this is happening right here and right now. And even when the beautiful things happen, I'm like, yeah, I ordered that. I requested it from the universe and they delivered. So if you find yourself with plate envy (laughs) in your life, where you're looking over at family and friends, your sister friend, your girlfriends, your coworkers, and you're like low-key jealous or envious of what they got going on, and then you're looking back at your life, you got plate envy. You're not ordering what you really want from the universe. You're not really asking for what you want. And when you begin to really order what you want in life, you will not care what they have on their plate. Matter of fact, you'll be like, I don't want nothing they got. They can have a bigger house, a bigger car, another, you know, a, a gorgeous man. But if you really order what will be so satisfying for you, you will never have plate envy. And that really is a major secret to success is ordering what you really want in life. 
calling it into yourself, manifesting what you truly desire will be true success. You will succeed in living your life on your own terms. Oh, that is so free and and just amazing. So no more plate envy. Get clear on what you want, request it, do the work to get it. And when it's delivered, bon appetit. Here's to living a delicious life. Stay saucy. Welcome to a new episode of Saucy. I'm your host, Christy Taylor, aka Radio Girl. And yeah, this is a no frills, stripped down podcast about success and self discovery. And I have learned in this little life of mine that to be successful, you have to tap into the secret sauce. And the secret sauce is you. Yeah, that part of yourself that's connected to the divine that gives you infinite power, wisdom, and insight to create the delicious life that you truly desire. And as I talked about on yesterday, No Plate Envy really have an opportunity to order in your life what you want. And of course, that means you won't even ever have to be concerned what everybody else is doing. You want them to do well, but you want to ensure that you maintain your insight, your focus, so that you can have the amazing, delicious life that your heart's desiring. Now, on today being Mother's Day, I got to show some mad love to my mama, uh, Dorothy May, born in Mississippi, uh, raised here in West Tennessee. And of course, she had her own life journey. And truly, at the age of 85 years old, um, I will say my mom is a success. Now, she will say I'm over, you know, uh, making her sound more than what she is. She's a country girl who's definitely, you know, didn't have a uh, fairy tale life. But I want to say that my mom succeeded in maintaining her sense of wonder. Uh, my mom has successfully maintained her desire to f- be a forever learner. Uh, My mom has succeeded in raising some really amazing children. My sister, Brenda, myself, my brother, Michael, uh, and a shout out to my sister-in-love, Kimberly. Uh, But, you know, my mom, she's succeeded in ways that I think oftentimes women are not celebrated. And of course, Mother's Day is that day to celebrate motherhood. And uh, I want to say my mom succeeded and being a really good mother. Now, of course, you know, there's always the family dynamic, but when we weigh it in all things, and I hope my mom listens to this with grace and and accept this, that my mom really did an amazing job. Um, Being a single parent, raising her family, her little babies by herself with God fully intact. Um, Oftentimes when I, talk about this with my siblings you know it's like we you know have our gripes because come on what family don't you know we just want to find things to like well what if but then we always have to mellow into but man we are truly Dorothy's kids my mom succeeded in creating in all three of us a, a love of of being intelligent insightful caring generous um really able to look at the big picture when it comes to the world. Um, She definitely made us very um, universal in our perspective. Even though we were religious in practice, she truly did 
established in all of us and we've all lived it out to be extremely spiritual, meaning having your own connection to the divine, having your own relationship with God. So my mom really did succeed in passing on the heritage of faith, even in the midst of her being fearful, her being uncertain, um, her not having all the things that she wanted to have. She did instill in us also the desire to, to have a very enriched life. Um, my mom succeeded in also helping all of us pursue our passions. And oftentimes without even telling us to do it, she successfully communicated to us that living life on your own terms with your own intention of being happy with what you do. She truly succeeded in that, truly succeeded in us living lives that are full of adventure. (laughs) And um, yeah, my mom has succeeded. And I want to celebrate her beyond motherhood in this regard. I, I celebrate the fact that she succeeded in living a life that I hope and pray that she can look back on and say, I did good. Including the last several years, my mom at the age of 70 plus decided to go back to school to complete the degrees she wanted. And in her 70s and into her early 80s, she actually completed three degrees. Now she'll say that third when she still has a Spanish class, but I'm saying she has three degrees and a double degree. Um, for which I'm extremely proud of my mom, that she went back to school and got degrees that she wanted in history, sociology, you know, English, and that also continued to underscore to, that it's never too late. She succeeded in communicating to me and to my friends and to those who are in her circle of influence that it is never too late to live your dreams and reach for your goals. And she really was the reason I went back to school myself in my 40s, so she succeeded in inspiring me. So um, this happy Mother's Day tribute is to celebrate my mom in all of the ways that she has succeeded in her life. And I pray that on this day that you can also look through your life and look at those who have nurtured you, whether you are a biological mother or you one who pours into others. Matter of fact, somebody texted me today and said, happy mother's day, though. I do not have biological children. I know I have shown up, nurtured some folk and I celebrate the success of being able to love and to share. And may you also celebrate the same opportunities that you have in your life to do that. And here's to living successful lives on all levels inner and outer and of course it always means by tapping into the secret sauce and yes you know that secret sauce is you so happy mother's day and remember to stay saucy Welcome to a new episode of Saucy. I'm your host, Christy Taylor, a.k.a. Radio Girl. And this is a podcast, No Frills, Stripped Down, talking about success and self-discovery. And I have discovered that the secret sauce to life is you. Now, today, I confess, once again, doing a very late recording. And it's because I've had a super full day. Um, Over the weekend, my brother and sister-in-law came in town, so I wanted to make sure 
I connected with them before they left to go back to Florida. And so that meant uh, me and my sister, we all met up at my mom's just to, you know, do the last bit of hee hee ha ha laugh laugh and um, all that good stuff. And I can say that I have found that to be successful in life, you do have to have a strong support system. None of us go it along. We all need somebody. Yeah, no one's an island. So when it comes to creating your success strategies, make sure that you also check your network. Make sure that you um, ensure that um, the people in your circle are for you and are not undermining you in any way. And even check your own relationship with yourself, making sure that inner critic isn't talking you out of great, amazing opportunities. Uh, So with that being said, I just wanted to celebrate family and also celebrate friends who are always on the journey with me to help me succeed and go to the next level. So um, this is going to be a super short one because I am super, super exhausted. But because I committed to every day doing a podcast, this is going to be my micro uh, episode for today. But uh, just make sure as when it comes to celebrating family and friends, uh, let them know how important they are to you and because they are important to your success. We all need somebody. All right. Now have a great one and we'll see you tomorrow here on Saucy. Welcome to a new episode of Saucy. I'm your host, Christy Taylor, AKA Radio Girl. And yes, this is just a no frill, stripped down podcast about success and self-discovery. No, um, I am in the midst of transition, having left radio, and I wanted to commit to coming from behind my public persona, getting up close and personal. And um, this podcast is providing me that opportunity. So staying saucy is staying connected to my inner. Uh, Because I truly believe that the secret sauce to any success is you. I believe in individuality has to be a a primary component to being successful. As a matter of fact, I wanna talk about bouncing back, being resilient. And here's real talk. If you want to succeed in life, to consistently succeed or have multiple successes, you have to anticipate failure. Yes, you have to anticipate failing in order to succeed. I like um, the way that Will Smith speaks to it. He talks about, matter of fact, fall forward into your failures in order to succeed. Oh yeah, that's about being resilient. That's about bouncing back. Another motivational speaker even spoke about it this way, that if you fall down, bounce back up (laughs) like a rubber ball, just get back up. Um, And I like the fact that when you learn that, reality, that truth, that secret, you will get to your successes faster. I remember when I was younger and I would have a setback or something unexpected happen as I am very goal oriented. I would remember getting so discouraged, dismayed, disillusioned, you know, all the words. Um, And as I proceeded though, following my inner light, that inner winner, that part of me that's connected to the divine, and I would be pushed to try again and try again, then try again one more time. And once I would succeed at the thing, it began to light bulb moment. Wow. If I would just try again faster, (laughs) 
I would then be able to get to the success that I'm really aiming for. So one of the things that I like to encourage people, if someone comes to me just talking specifically friends, like how to work through something, it's like, get back on it, get back to it, um, press through any setbacks truly are set up for miracles, for blessings, for new opportunities. Um, I truly know that even as the fact that I'm a very adventurous person and my life looks you know, uh, like a potpourri of experiences. And they are because I love to follow the force of life. I like to go where I feel connected and alive and vibrant. So every opportunity, every aspiration that I have is linked to feeling alive. But with that being said, there's times when I embark on a new adventure or try for something and it doesn't pan out. I can, you know, now know I got to get back to it. Maybe redirect my energies, maybe rethink the situation. But at the end of the day, I got to bounce back. I got to be resilient. Um, Maybe it's the method that I'm using that's not working and not so much the goal. So um, reassess when you, you know, fall back, you know, take a step back, reassess situations, then bounce back, be resilient and go for your dreams and your aspirations once again. So I appreciate y'all so very much. And for every successful person out there who wants to encourage a friend, I want to first say subscribe to the podcast, share it with a friend. And remember, every setback is a setup. Every time you're knocked down, bounce back and be resilient. And remember, the secret sauce to every success is you. Stay saucy. Welcome to a new podcast of Saucy. I'm your host, Christy Taylor, aka Radio Girl. And thank you for checking out this No Frills stripped down podcast about success and self discovery. And I've discovered on tonight that I have done this podcast, recorded it multiple times because I am struggling. As I said, I would, as I would do this experiment, I am struggling being transparent. I'm struggling tonight, you guys. Uh, So uh, let's go ahead and see if we can get through this struggle. Okay, so I'm struggling with the fact that I want to apologize to myself. Yes, I want to apologize to me. I apologize to me for not doing a podcast yesterday. Yeah, I did not do my podcast yesterday and I'm low-key having a battle with my inner critic who wants to remind me that we are a radio professional and we should be able to keep a commitment to a eight minute, six to eight minute podcast. And I apologize to me because this is supposed to be fun. (laughs) I did not create this podcast to be a chore or to, you know, prove anything. I am past proving myself for any reason. I want to have fun. I want to abandon the need to be validated by anything I do and just be. So I apologize to me for my inner critic trying to chastise me for not being perfect. Oh, I said it. I also want to apologize to myself tonight because I allowed someone yesterday to low key, um, ruffle my feathers to the point that I get in a really petty and ventful venting space. Um, I don't like being petty. 
I don't, I don't like, um, spending any amount of time having to give breath to, um, unpack someone else's view of me, particularly when they're stuck in a past memory of me and they're bringing it into my presence moment. Um, I really took today to really realize that I no longer want to live in other people's past memories. I want to be fully in the present moment and really only operate from that space. And so I apologize to myself from yesterday (laughs) that I actually lived in that space for a nice, well, a couple of hours. And, um, I apologize. I apologize to me. Um, but with that apology, when you really apologize, it's a level of forgiveness and the forgiveness is the release. So I, in essence say, I release myself from the need to be perfect. And I release myself from the need to be petty. (laughs) I release myself from the the need to live in someone else's past memories. And I free myself to be fully in the present moment where I don't need um, to prove myself anymore. I have done more than enough and I can just allow myself to breathe and relax and enjoy my moments. Life is fragile and I want to as I continue to live and breathe and move and have my being, (sighs) that's what I want to exhale, to no longer have to hold my breath because I have something to prove. I want to just be, I want to be free. So I free myself in this moment. And this is truly the self discovery part of this podcast. I have discovered that I will have to always be aware when I'm slipping into um, old, outdated ways of relating to myself and others. So this is pretty deep. And for those who will one day hear this, (laughs) um, may you also be free. May you also be free. Mm. All right, uh, let's stay saucy. Welcome to a new episode of Saucy. I'm your host, Christy Taylor, aka Radio Girl. Thanks for checking out this No Frills stripped down podcast about success and self-discovery. And I have discovered in life that to be a success at anything, you have to tap into the secret sauce and the secret sauce is you. Now, one thing that I am very passionate about is individuality. I truly do understand that um, you got to be self-defined. Yeah, you have to be able to define who you are apart from your tribe, your clique, uh, you know, your 
your, 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 your road dogs. Um, and one reason why that's extremely important is because only you can determine what success is for you. Only you will be able to determine what's really good for you and what will make you be fulfilled in your life. Mm. If you want to live a delicious life, you have to be able to, um, be self-defined, be able to, um, know where you end and someone else begins. But if you are enmeshed, codependent, oh my God, and you can't even identify, you know, what's your mama, your friend, your cousins, apart from your own desires and, and intentions, it, it you really short change yourself. You know, I remember I was in my twenties, um, back in the day I was living in Detroit had uh, left ORU or Robertson University prematurely, <laughs> AKA college dropout and ramble and happy tale to Detroit, you know, being on the music scene with some friends, but it was there in that space actually that while I have always loved music and music is my first love, it was in that space that I realized that what my friends considered successful being in the music industry was not my same commitment. I did not have the same commitment that they had to being in the studio all night long, being on the road, you know, things that I had done. But it was also in that space that I began to realize that while I love music, I didn't want to have the life of a singer and a musician, you know, and even in my twenties, while I was sometimes most likely the youngest one in the group, I had to start forging my own path. I had to begin to define myself. I had to tap into who I was apart from my circle. And it was challenging. It was extremely challenging because, you know, it's like, well, what is it that I want to do? And while I was chastised sometime by, you know, family or friends, like you're not committed to this. Once I began to really listen and tap into my own inner voice, my inner winner and get on track on the track that was for me, I then began to see why it is so important to be able to have a sense of self. You know, I remember through this life journey that um, I began to pull together some principles that have guided my life and still guide my life. And one that is born out of the idea of being self-defined is the very first principle of my seminar called Living Life, Life in Full Expression. And the first principle is, what is your name? And when I begin to understand that even before we're born, people begin to attribute names to us, labels to us, that oftentimes we never outlive. Even the very fact that the name that you're called your actual birth name, your nicknames, oftentimes someone outside of yourself gave that to you. But how often have you been able just to pull yourself away from what other people are calling you and you call and name yourself? Yeah, what would be a name that you would attribute to the essence of who you are? I believe that, you know, in other civilizations where they wait for a child to begin to express their personality and then provide a name is more in sync with being able to um, attribute a name to the essence of a person. What is your true essence? Who are you really? And what would you name yourself? And more importantly, what will you answer to? Will you continue to answer to the names, the labels that other people are placing upon you and upon your life, even the roles that you play? Or will you become more centered within yourself and begin to answer your own call, answer the names that you know are more in sync with your truest identity? 
And when you begin to do that, oh my goodness, the power that you will be able to tap into will be amazing because you'll be actually tapping into the divine. Ah, the eternal part of yourself that goes beyond your race, your creed, your color, your gender, your orientation, any name or label that anyone has ever placed upon you, even your birth name that you probably got from your first cousin, grandmama, you know how we do. But when you begin to answer that inner call and tap into your own inner name, that inner essence, that true identity, the highest self, the highest form of yourself. Yeah, that's when you'll become a winner. That's when you'll be able to succeed because when you are self-defined, then you can define what success is for you and you can go with it with gusto, determination, focus, and win. Mm. Self-definition is extremely important if you wanna be a success in life. Here's to being self-defined. Stay saucy. Well, episode of Saucy. I'm your host, Christy Taylor, aka Radio Girl, and I want to say thanks for checking out this no frills, stripped down podcast about success and self-discovery. And I've discovered to be a success, you have to tap into the secret sauce. And the secret sauce is you. You know, one thing I will say about doing this podcast on a daily, it reminds me of Captain James T. Kirk on Star Trek, Captain's Log. (laughs) Yeah, that's the Trekkie in me. Well, you know, um, I've had a really good day and uh, some good conversations, some um, things that I am processing about myself, you know, coming to the surface and really coming to a place where I am deciding to be content with life as is and at the same token utilizing life as is and the gratitude in that moment to propel me forward so I just want to say you know I really celebrate being in a beautiful place and holding myself in a space of happiness yeah holding myself in the space of happiness um one thing I was thinking today Um, is even doing this podcast. I'm like, God, who knows who I'm really recording this for other than myself, Uh, giving myself the freedom to shed old personas and show more of who I am beneath the surface in the parts of me that's evolving. I said, but what I'm recording may one day be heard by um, some young person who is trying to find their way or someone who is actually trying to navigate changes of life as they age. And I'm really hopeful and prayerful that um, as I continue to speak from my heart, that it will be life-changing, that it will be life-affirming, and that I can be a a form of testimony that perseverance pays off. Persevering pays off. Um, At this time, I I really am grateful that, um, that no matter who and what you shed, that newness always comes. I always think about no matter how many numbers you get out of your phone or how many people you disconnect yourself from, you never ever truly um, have an empty life. I mean, how many times have you quote unquote cleared your email list or cleared your phone uh, directory? And you'll find out that your phone log is never empty (laughs) because the universe always supplies more for you to enjoy. 
more people to enjoy in your life, no matter how many people you have journeyed on past. Um, new experiences. I mean, come on now. Sometimes we would have thought that this could nothing could ever be more important or more amazing than this one experience. And then, as old folks say, just keep on living. Then you come across another amazing moment in your life. So um, here's to the journey. Here's the journey to living life and new adventures and always discovering new parts of yourself, more things to enjoy, more moments to create. Yeah, tapping into the creative power of yourself and creating new memories. Keep on dreaming, keep on moving. No matter your age, keep moving forward. Always, as in life, move forward. Life is about motion. Life is about forward motion. Um, So as long as you're in the forward motion of life, you are never going to be suffering from stagnation and you will find that life can be amazing and delicious. So um, I'm really just super excited about what's going on in my life right now. Even the things that are uh, painful and I'm grieving because, you know, loss precedes gain. Um, I'm really grateful that I have accepted that, you know, failure precedes success. So, um, Failing forward, grieving losses, embracing the new, while also being grateful in the present moment. I am so grateful for the present moment. And once again, um, I am grateful for this podcast. I'm grateful that I have committed to making this a place where a safe space for me to share my inner thoughts on a daily basis. (laughs) Yes, like Captain James Kirk captain's log i'm logging it down the captain of this ship the captain of this life all right you all have a great one and remember above all else stay saucy welcome to a new episode of saucy i'm your host christy taylor Appreciate you checking out this No Frills Stripped Down podcast about success and self-discovery. And I have discovered in living this life that to be a success at anything, you have to tap into the secret sauce. And the secret sauce is you. I have actually had a vacay from Saucy this week, and it really was self-induced. It was so that I could uh, revisit why I'm doing a lot of the things that are happening in my life during a transition from radio into some other dreams and aspirations. And I was being very candid with a friend that I had to kind of like rethink, why was I doing Saucy? Is it because I'm trying to recreate my radio career? And being very honest, I realized there was a lot of ego that was happening with me doing it on such a daily basis. When the truth is, I, from day one, really had the intention to do it as a way to step from behind my public persona and allow myself to, you know, share the persona and get up close and personal. So this week really was a time for me to rethink a lot of things um, and get clear on what is success for me now. At the end of the day, when we evolve as human beings, as we level up, Oftentimes, our identification has to be challenged. What we associate ourselves with has to be revisited so that we can deepen our experience on this earth. So in short, I'm realizing that what I'm actually going through very candidly is I'm redefining what success means to me. 
Um, success when I was a child could have been learning how to tie my shoe, <laughs> which I really still remember learning how to tie shoelaces. Um, success for me once upon a time was being, you know, one of the champions in the spe- spelling bee contest. I still oh, have those fears of when I was a um, spelling bee champion, but yet I was overconfident and misspelled banana and lost that competition in elementary school. Um, success for me was even being able to audition for concert choir and being part of play productions in high school. Success has meant so many different things throughout my life. And I'm realizing in this fifth decade of existence on planet earth, that success means something totally different for me now than when I was 17 and 18 and 19 and embarked upon a life in media and also in music and entertainment. Um, One of the things I'm noting now that success means for me is successfully being able to live life on my terms in the moment, being present and understanding that I am the only one who can define what true success is for me. And for me, it is being able to be at peace within myself, knowing that I have nothing else to accomplish for external validation, but everything yet to experience and enjoy. Success for me now is just being at peace with whatever I express because I've already shown, you know, my talent, skills, ability that I've already shown through all the discipline and all the encouragement through life that once I apply myself that I can succeed at something. So what can I succeed at now is being able to express myself and be at peace within myself. Oh, nothing else to prove, but definitely a lot more to explore and accomplish I want to have fun. I want to share myself in more deepening and meaningful ways. Now that will be success for me now. It may still look on the outside. Oh, Christy's still bossing up. She's still making creative moves. She's still, you know, achieving um, milestones in her entertainment media career. But I'm going to tell you, true success for me now is that when I hit those moments and hit those milestones and reach those goals, If I have infused it with love and passion and I have peace, oh, that will be true success and also getting paid (laughs) to the digits that I feel I'm worthy of. That will also be success. That's a crowning jewel to it all. So um, success for me now is totally different success when I started this journey and I'm grateful for the journey. I'm grateful for the growth. I'm grateful that I can redefine and explore and expand myself at every moment, at every milestone. Yeah, that's success for me.